Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of the JRE Review. We have... What's his name? Inglacius? Oh, Mr. Inglacius. What a legend, dude. Yeah, dude. He Can you believe the size of the stadiums that he sells out? I mean, I've, I've seen his comedy for a Dallas. long time. But I was so impressed. The Texans love that, dude. Oh, dude. Gabriel, dude. Gabriel, he's just... What, what do they call he's him? He's just so real. He's had that nickname for a while with through the, with all the comics, right? Yeah. Fluffy. He's just a sweetheart. That's a so good nickname real. for him. And you just want to hug the guy. What a work ethic, too. You just want to hug the guy. Who else do we have today? Got this Mike week? Perry. That's right. MMA Mike Perry. He's Guy's ready to savage, fight the world. Savage dude. Ready to fight the world. Oh yeah, he'd fight. He'd fight himself. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get going. You are listening to the Joe Rogan Experience Review Podcast. We find little nuggets, treasures, valuable pieces of gold in the Joe Rogan Experience Podcast and pass them on to you, perhaps expand a little bit. We are not associated with Joe Rogan in any way. Think of us as the talking dead to Joe's walking dead. You're listening to the Joe Rogan Experience Review. What a bizarre thing we've created. Now with your host, Adam Thorne. This might either be the worst podcast or the best one of all time. One, go. Enjoy the show. All right. All right. We made it into the studio, buddy. Good to see you. Yeah, good to see you. It's a nice sunny day out there. It's hard to get back in the stew-stew after hanging out in the sun. I know. It's so nice out. Uh, So are we starting with Gabriel? Are we starting with... We are. Let's do do Gabe first. All right. Let's do Gabe first. But can we first mention that that was... We're not reviewing Duncan this week because he's been on the show so many times, and those are typically very hard to review. Because they're all over the place, but man, coming in with furry costumes, I got hundred percent. Got to give a little cred there, hundred <laughs> percent. But it's but you know so they're good. like save our parks and sober so October. Good. But that they was are, my favorite one with Duncan. They're always time. must see. Must, that was must see the two thousandth uh, mm. JRE, which is a big deal. Yep, and you know it's like we can't even really pay homage to it enough. Because they're, they're just next-level conversations. They can go from one end of a spectrum to the other. Oh, dude. And every Rogan fan knows who they are. And Duncan so, is, I mean, Duncan's just has a brain. I mean, the guy's all over the board. And they just go and go and go and go. I mean, they could have talked for another five hours. Dude, he's a fascinating dude. Yeah. So anyways, to all the listeners out there, if you haven't listened, I'm sure you have, but make sure to listen to Duncan Trestle, this last one, number 2000. For Just sure. a quick shout out, because oh, it was, yeah. it was freaking phenomenal. I mean, Joe said at the end of it, he goes, this may be my favorite podcast of all time. It was so good. And it was it was brilliant. All right, so Gabriel Iglesias, legend in the comedy world. Hasn't guy, been on before, which is surprising. That was cool. Mm-hmm. That was cool. It was, good to, it was good to hear a little bit of his story. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize... Um, you know, his come up was so hard. He's living in his car, you know, right? He was it, that's not almost unusual, lost his rent. Honestly, I mean, it makes for, sense for stand ups. It makes sense, but it's just, you know, it's nice to see people power through that stuff. Oh, hell yeah. And now he's selling out, you know, shows in Dallas and the stadiums in Dallas. Yeah. People clearly love him in Texas. I think, you know, being part of the Latino community, he was talking about later in the podcast about you know, kind of bringing down some, every once in a while, throwing down some slang and some Spanglish mm-hmm. and really connecting with the crowd and yeah. how much that really helps. And then I forgot Segura was was uh, Spanish-speaking. Oh, yeah. Like, Segura, like, yeah. can just go on and on and on. For sure. I mean, he's a better, he speaks better Spanish than Iglesias. Probably. <laughs> well, <laughs> no, do you he know, said it straight dude, up. I'm pretty sure <laughs> Louis C.K. was born in Mexico. Really? Yeah. Yeah, but... but People uh, forget that stuff. But Segura is... 
mom is from South America, so it's not. That's Mexico. that's correct. Yeah, 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 it's not. It's not that. Anyway, it was cool to hear. Just some stories. I mean, they broke down about cars. Joe was trying to make fun of him about VW buses. Couldn't however, do it. Couldn't however, do it. isn't it kind of cool to have the? I think the world's largest collection of, of those. VWs, dude. dude. I love a VW so bus. Legendary. I mean, I'm a hippie, but you know, the coolest one he was talking about putting in. And I've heard I've heard about people doing this because we live in Montana. There's a lot of hippies out here. If you're not a cowboy or a rich person, you're a hippie. Or a ski bum. Right. And so I've seen a lot of the old school Vanagans, and there's some four-wheel drive ones that are, they're very sought after. And Wait, Gabriel, there's four-wheel drive? Four-wheel drive. Well, so there's not all-time four-wheel. You can okay. you can turn it into an all-wheel drive. Because oh. they, some they of them don't, do. it's not like they have a lot of power. No. They have like tiny engines. No, dude, it's like 35 horsepower. It's yeah. nothing. Yeah. Nothing. My but dad used to They're have just one. badass. And, oh, they're great. But he was talking about putting in a turbocharged four banger because they're all four bangers. Right. And the Subaru engines fit directly into those V dub engines. They're basically the same like same size. No shit. And so he put he was talking about how he put a turbocharged four banger Subaru engine into one of the V dub buses. That's fun. Which is fucking sweet. Why not? He's got the and money. The other interesting thing and they did. They went on a while about cars, which is cool. You know, Joe's a car fan. Obviously, they're going to relate to each other with that. But they went on a, a, for a while with about cars. And You're not much of a car guy, are you? I, look, I I love my van. I'm a van guy. So You're that's a van why guy. I'm. That's kind of why I'm getting into this VW van thing here. Okay, love vans. Saying but, saying van guy though, it sounds pretty. That creepy. sounds creepy as fuck. Yeah, so and maybe, I'm not. I'm not a pedo. That up. I I appreciate a nice looking <laughs> van. Okay. <laughs> But what was I getting at? Oh, he he mentioned, and I think this would explain, you know, I would never do this, but he was mentioning how he just goes and drives at like midnight when no one's on the roads. That's cool. I would never fucking do that. But I appreciate it. It's great. Well, Good for him. I just don't like driving that much. Well, doesn't he live in L.A., though? Yeah. So he wants to go when it's when it's not empty. Yeah. I mean, what's, what's he going to do? Take his VW thing out into fucking rush hour traffic? That's well, up. look, man, I, I think... For me, car is a is a utility to get from one place to another, right? Like I have a piece of shit Honda Civic two door. You've seen it, you've driven it, yep. and now the bumpers off of it. It looks like a total hoopty ride, and I just don't care. It gets me from A to B, and it's cheap gas. Yeah. Now, if I'm going camping, ab absolutely, I want a sick van. I want to be able to be comfortable with my three year old son. But if I didn't have a kid, I probably wouldn't have like a dope van that I could sleep in. I would just sleep in a tent. Um, but, but, if you I, but I owned, can appreciate it. Have you ever owned a dope car that you just like yeah. loved to death? <laughs> I mean, I loved the, we had that electric Highlander, loved it. Okay. Um, but then my ex-wife wanted a different car. So it was like, okay, well, yeah, but she that wants doesn't, a new car. That just sounds like something I, my new. Van, yes, that, my van, yes. Okay. Both of the vans that I've owned, I've absolutely loved. So you felt the pride in vehicles. Totally, totally. I get it. Yeah. I mean, I need a fridge, I need a sink, I need a bed. Well, so what was it? So Jay Leno spoke to him and said, kind of like, invest your money, you know? Yeah. But th this is what's interesting about investing. I mean, there's the, I guess, the quote unquote uh, safe way to do it, you know? Put you think, it in but cars are a good stocks way. for a long time or whatever. But if you mm. do it the right way, you can collect things that you like that have value right. and hold it. And it's it sounds long. like those, those, 
cars that he has are doing that. Oh, absolutely. Those cars don't, don't they don't depreciate. Yeah, no so he can enjoy it <laughs> while it's happening. That's cool. Like, who the hell enjoys their stocks? No one. Really? No. You're just looking at lines going up and down on your smartphone on a graph? I mean, I've just never been a gambler, and to me, stocks are just gambling. And then, you know, when, when the 08 crash happened and my mother lost half of her IRA. I was like, "Fuck that!" I took all my money out of stock market. I'm like, "I'm not, I'm never doing this again." Yeah, that's. Sad. And then I invested in real estate. If you could invest and in that was something way better, way better. Okay, so you like real estate, but if or you could land, invest in or land, if you could invest in anything that you enjoy, yeah, and with the hopes that it could grow. Right. Yeah. So we're not talking what the best investment is. Just I get like it. what could, what what would you do? I mean, I would collect art. I, I enjoy collecting art. I, I feel like I already do that in a very small way. Like I like I, it. You know, like this piece of art in here. Uh-huh. I, I spent 500 bucks on it. Nice. The problem is, is I get attached to these things and then I would never want to sell it. So it's not really an investment. Everything has a price. Everything does have a price. I'll give you $1,000 for that right now. I wouldn't now. sell it. 2000 Okay, I would sell it. <laughs> See? Such a Done. liar, dude. God Such damn. a liar. Only because I'm broke right now. Uh-huh. I know. I was taking advantage <laughs> of I know. Of See? Because you know I'm down. I think I would do... I think I would like to do watches. Like okay. cool Omegas. Yeah, you're a watch guy. You're a yeah, watch guy. I just, I just think that that would be a really cool... You get to enjoy them. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Have them. Like there's a Like utility. can you invest in strippers? Because that would be fun. Okay, now we're talking. I mean, like... I said anything you want. I'm just saying. I, how would the investment work? <laughs> I'm not sure. I'm trying to think about think how that would work. Think it through. I'm not trying to be facetious or, you know, ridiculous here, but hey, you know, there's there's money. Well, you could invest in a strip club, okay. for sure. Okay, there we go. Yeah, what were the ones that sponsor the... Oh, um, the Red Rose in Austin. What there up? we go. Yes. Shout out to Kill Tony. And yeah. The, good stuff. The best live podcast so, in the world. So after the cars, they, they go into, and Rogan has been on a streak about this, about how he ha- how much he hates California and oh, how much yeah. he loves Texas. I, I tell you what, Joe, I love you, but I'm glad you didn't move to Montana because you are getting so many people to move to Texas. Yeah. <laughs> well, that won't that, shut up about it. That was a worry for a while, though. Yeah. You know, from he, the Texans? No, for the Montanans. Mm. Because I think yeah. that uh, yeah. Steve Rinella, Doty, Steve Rinell. some of the yeah. hunters up here that he knows, the special forces guys, they were like, hey, Joe, maybe you shut your mouth. Maybe not talk about <laughs> Bozeman as much. Yeah. Well, Bozeman's out of the bag, dude. But what I was getting at is they're, you know, they were talking a lot about the homelessness in, in LA and how things are bonkers, you know. There's too much obligation to work, more to keep helping everybody else. I mean, like people are not doing their jobs. And I, I don't know where, uh, where I'm going with this other than it seems like there's a way, and, and Joe has mentioned this, this has happened in Austin plenty of times, or at least since COVID, how you take some of these old buildings, some of these old hotels, put them up, give them somewhere to live. Try to help these people. And look, it's like ever since the Reagan era, they got rid of these uh, hospitals, mental hospitals. And you look at Skid Row, for example, you can almost guarantee 70% of those people are mentally unstable and something is going on, not just drug-wise, but whether they're schizophrenic. And again, I'm no no doctor. I I don't know the solution, but it seems like the solution is not to let everybody just fucking camp out on the streets and do whatever they want. And let them continue continue to just live this lifestyle. 
that there seems to be there should be some sort of work program or something if we're not going to yeah. hospitalize these people and try to help them. I but don't the, know. But that's what you have to do. Well, okay, you can so give let's do that. people houses. You can give people money. I get you that. Can, I get it. You know, I know where you're going. Like they need they need mental health support for the most part, or addiction counseling. But we've gotten rid of all those things. We can't even get health insurance for therapy right now. But that's the thing that they that's need to bring up. back. I would assume. Okay, well, you come know? on, RFK. Let's. I mean, go. they're they're like wanting to, you know, turn old hotels into places where they can live, and it's yeah. like okay, but what? Other than giving them food, giving them some money and a cell phone and a place to stay, which honestly, a lot of times they trash because, right. you know, they just. No, there needs to be not, an incentive. Why to stay would there. they move in and all of a sudden be super organized and clean? I get they it. They don't have any support to kind of encourage them to do that. I get it. Let's talk about, let's, let's move this situation to hotels that Dave Chappelle has rented out, his penthouse. We got IV drips going on. We've got. Oh, we turn it into a bougie <laughs> clinic for them. Yeah, no, but he, no, slow down. No, Ro- no, 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 no. Rogan, Rogan mentioned on this pod specifically that when they were in Tacoma, they they rented out whatever the center that was, and this was right when COVID was letting kicking off. No, no, no. When 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 they were able to do these big arenas again. Oh yeah, yeah. And so Chappelle was there, and Rogan, and I don't know if it was Kreischer or who else was on it. Burp, uh, Burr. Don't know, but I know Chappelle was there. And, of course, Chappelle. Legend. Obviously. But, you know, they were just laughing. They're like, Chappelle could go into a fucking police station and smoke a cig or, like, light up a a dube with, you know, between him and Snoop Dogg. They're, like, the two people in the world that could just do anything they wanted anywhere and and just be able to play it off. But he was talking about how they're all up until 3, 4 in the morning and they go back to Chappelle's penthouse. And he's got IV drips for everybody. uh, Rogan was saying how he had never done an IV drip until that day. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I just thought that was great. I know you've tried them. I've never tried one. Oh, yeah. they sounds amazing. Well, there's a... It's just electrolytes, or what do they put in there? There's a place that I go here in Bozeman that does, like, red light therapy, cryo. Okay. Uh, They do, like, these, like, I don't know what they're called, like, pressure pants. You just like put these pants on and they fill up with the air and they squeeze Whoa. your legs. Okay, so it's like what a is massage. that supposed to do? I don't know. Just like compression Does it work? therapy. I don't know. I did it once. Okay. Um, but you do the IV a lot. And they have IVs there too, you know, and it's a hundred bucks. So it's not cheap. Okay. A lot of people can't afford that. But I was yeah. really curious to see what the effects are. I have to say that I don't notice much of anything from it. When you're hungover when you go in there? It doesn't matter. Okay. Yeah. Okay, I don't, so I don't really have hangovers. A hundred bucks. Well, it depends. Maybe for hangovers. I've heard for hangovers, they're mm. great. I don't really get, I don't get headaches, right? Mm-hmm. So I'll just be a bit tired in the morning. They don't really seem to pick me up much. Yeah, but you used to get migraines, so that's kind of weird. You don't get hang- hangovers, but you used to get migraines all the time. Mm-hmm. Hmm. That's weird. Well, I have... Like, I was hit in the face by a bottle in a nightclub. Mm. So and then that you was started like a brain trauma. And then for like six months, I had migraines. Oh, okay. It was from that. Yeah. Okay. But I, I don't really get a headache. Uh, so either way, look, yeah. people swear by them. I'm sure being hydrated is I've never is tried good. one, so I've got nothing. I don't really know what the difference would be between drinking a lot of water that has electrolytes in and an mm. IV. Other than it gets into your system a bit quicker. 
you know, what I've noticed, Adam, recently, since I'm recently divorced, I have been just partying through the night. And then, you know. Oh, you've you been just, getting wild? Yeah, you just start drinking waters at the end of the night or just, you know, switch to Coors Light. And then you just stay up until 5 a.m. And then you don't have a hangover because you just stay up so late. <laughs> that sounds like a terrible <laughs> advice for I'm everybody. I'm not giving anyone advice. I'm telling you what happened last week. Did it work? Yeah, I didn't have a hangover. I was tired as fuck, but I didn't have a headache. Oh. Because I, like, stayed up through it and drank water. You know what? Whole Foods used to have these pills called hangover. Really? And they were, like, 10 bucks. Oh. I and it's, like, those. mostly all natural. And you would take three of them. I think, like, before you started drinking, and then three at the end of the night. So that was always the problem, is remembering to take the last three. But from what I heard from mm. people that use those, they, like, they really worked. It was just called Hangover? Yep. And, and I think you can still anymore? get them. I think you can. Huh. Yeah. So I don't you, shop at Whole Foods. If so. you struggle, well, you can get them online. If you okay. struggle with hangovers, that's that. All right. Well, help back, to, sure. back to uh, Gabriel, Fluffy. Mm. Um, keeping the circle small but strong. I liked that. He said he's very, you know, he's obviously a very dedicated individual. Disciplined. And he's disciplined and he is always kind of stuck to his own gigs and not really, you know, you don't see him in the limelight a ton, right? I mean, he's got his specials on Netflix. He's got it. He's doing his road yeah. shows. Uh, but it was interesting to hear how he, he was mentioning how this year alone, specifically, he stopped doing those big shows and said, no, I'm just going to do smaller venues and I'm going to, you know, we're not going to go on the road a ton. We're not going to do huge venues. We're going to do small venues. We're going to keep it tight. And just to remember what it's like to be a stand-up. I think that's cool. And well, look, you hear, it, you hear it over and over, but it just felt it was cool to hear it from him. He's in a very privileged position, right? Mm, mm-hmm. I mean, you saw the stadiums he was selling out. Oh, I mean, yeah. it's crushing. He stayed longer at the, what was it, the Staples Center, mm-hmm. and he got a $100,000 fine, didn't give a fuck. Yeah, he didn't care. I mean, what are you making then? A million? You're uh, making a lot. Yeah. So he's, he's made it like there. He mm-hmm. knows he can do those again. And. He's probably saying to himself, how do I really get tight with my material? Right. Right? I'm not, I've, I've got fuck you money, which he has. God bless him. That's awesome. And the way to really get back to the roots is like, you know, there's probably a part of him that misses the early day struggle too. Yeah. To and, I, and also, he did also mention that he, he doesn't like... Being a boss, he doesn't like having 30 different employees. I totally get that. That's I have a lot one, of work. I have one, maybe two and a half employees, and it freaks me out. Yeah. I don't like it either. I get that. You know, he once you get that big, and Chrysler's doing this too now, where he's got all these people following him around, and you got to pay him now, and then you feel responsible. And I, I totally get that. Even as, you know, the one person that I hire, you know, on a weekly basis and is always getting a consistent paycheck for me i always feel obligated to this person no i get that and that's scary that gets scary i can't imagine 30 i mean i don't have a lot of employees but i definitely have one that is imagine 30 completely unmanageable that's me that's me that is correct just throwing that out there that's 100 percent correct good job good job that's 100 percent correct all right suck it Uh, what else did I have? Oh, it, it made me hungry. You know, they're talking a lot about food. Joe, oh, Joe's yeah. trying to get him on a, on a regimen. You know, Iglesias is dealing with diabetes type 2, sounds Aww. like. You know, he's a big guy. Joe could help him with that. He's trying, you know. Keto, baby. The thing is, Gabriel was talking about, look, I'm, I'm rich. I got money. 
and I love food. And it is very hard when you can go out to eat and you can do eat whatever you want. But I, don't you want to live long? Of course. And feel good. And look, I don't struggle with eating too much, really. Uh, so I don't. I don't know what that's like. I. I am so active that I could eat fucking three cheeseburgers a day, and I don't feel like I would get fat. I've seen you do it. Right. I pretty much eat three cheeseburgers a day already. Yeah. So no, I I get where he's coming from, but but Joe said something really interesting, and I, I don't know how true it is, but it sounds reasonable. It's like if you're eating the candy and the ice cream and all the things, your gut biome. Oh right, right It's right. like that type of bacteria that, craves. that fuels that. Right. Mm-hmm. It's like imagine a city, like Bozeman, for example. Right. Fairly small population, but if only the food you could get a hold of was shit pretty much is junk food then you know you're going to attract people that like eating that food Mm. and all the habits that come with them so if you look at your bacteria like that it's like you're eating junk food and you have i don't know a stomach of walmart shoppers right and they do say that's your second brain no i get it so maybe maybe there's like it reinforces it like not only are they that bacteria is like constantly making you crave that shitty food. Yeah. But like when you go to it for like emotional support, right? Right. right you know, right, it's right. like it makes you feel better. You're stu- well, it's just telling you garbage. Your gut's connected to your brain, right? Right, you right. Trust your gut, listen to your gut. Yeah. I mean, we're yeah. speaking out of turn, but they do say that like that's your second brain yeah. for whatever that I'm means. Maybe sure emotional your, brain it's or your penis, but you know, that might be your third brain. It's probably your first brain. Yeah. <laughs> Might for some for teenagers, but then if you're doing carnival keto or yeah. like getting pretty close to being really disciplined, you're going to have more of that bacteria, which reinforces do like you really get up think early, it's the bacteria, get working. or do you think it's just the discipline and like once you start eating good, you feel better, so you don't want to eat shitty? I think it has a yeah, lot to do with my that point as well. is why do you feel better? Because you're eating better. Yeah, but what is happening that comes from that is my point. Yeah, you're more disciplined. You're more motivated, right? You're getting I don't up think, earlier. I don't think it's the better. actions that make you feel better. No? No. You think it's the food I and then the I think it's the, the result of the thing. Okay, I like that. Well, look at it like this. Like, why does your body get stronger? Because you took yourself Push to the gym ups. or because you did a workout? Both. It's both. Mostly the workout. But, but it, again, and this has nothing to do with the gut biome, but getting to the gym and forcing yourself to go once you get into that routine you miss it right so if you start eating good you're feeling better you're going to miss that feeling mm-hmm. you're going to miss that food uh yeah my brother's a vegan he told me that once he started it was so hard at first and then he really started enjoying the taste of all the veggies and all the stuff he eats i still don't understand it but he He's was telling me strong he was telling me look I just love the taste of this and that, and I just love fucking fake burgers. I don't get it. But, you know, <laughs> if that works for him, great, great. I don't think soy products are good for you all the time. I think you should definitely eat eggs, and they, he did bring this up. Rogan brought this up with, with Gabriel because he, he asked Gabriel, do you know any vegans? He goes, uh-uh. Nope. Yeah, no, <laughs> no. Never even He met does one. love Tex-Mex better than just traditional Mexicana, which mm-hmm. was interesting to hear. Um what was I think I, what was I getting at? No, I was getting at something there. Something oh. about eggs. Oh, eggs are not fertilized by the rooster. There are these, you guys, all the vegans out there, listen, you can eat eggs. You're not killing an animal. 
but it's the still, hens are going to lay it. No but matter they have what. a philosophy. It's animal products. I don't it understand. Still comes that. out of an animal. It doesn't make sense. And then they were talking about mollusks and uh, oysters. Mm-hmm. Like, is an oyster actually? I mean, it's a mollusk. Is that like? Does it have a brain? It's just an amoeba, right? I mean, it's literally just an organism. Like, you can eat that and not feel bad, right? There's no brain. Well, vegans eat mushrooms, right? Well, yeah, but that's an organism too, right? It's just growing out of the ground. It's probably well, yeah. smarter than a mollusk. Well, it's not a plant, but it's okay. not an animal either. So, so all the vegans out kingdom. there should be able to eat oysters. They, they should be... You know what they should be given? That's not an animal, technically. They should be given three things. <laughs> That they just get a to... A sword. Well, it's... Yeah, exactly. It's like when you go to that... Uh, you go on that show, not Naked and Afraid, the other one, Alone. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah, get, yeah. You, you get, get like to take three flint. things with you. Yeah. I want yeah. I want a hatchet, for sure. Mm. What would you take? I'd, I'd do a hatchet. Well, I'd be the vegan that ate steak. Why would you be the vegan? You would just... No, this is the point of this. They, oh, okay. The vegans get to pick three oh, things. Okay, it's got just it. like that show. Got it, got it, got it. Right? So yeah, yeah. you get you a get, few You get things. to eat steak. It's what like else? you get some mulligans. The vegan who gets to eat steak, burgers, and seafood. I do steak. If I had to be disciplined with it, steak, butter, and mm. eggs. Mm. And yep. then be a vegan. That's literally all I need to eat. I can make that work. Steak, butter, and eggs. Maybe... And burgers. Uh, I need some ground chuck. I wouldn't mind some... Organ meat. But I need some ground chuck. Mm. You and your fucking organ meat. I think that's important, dude. Uh, Very healthy. Maybe you can get else? it from carrots. The fake alien invasion. He's also been talking a lot about this, and and it's very interesting. And he's brought it up many times. He bought. He brought it I up. I almost think Joe is starting he's to not something. believe in UFOs. He's on to something here. I think they're just, it's just a cover up to, for other things. Maybe the maybe these we've been reverse engineering these things since Lazar. We know too much. Yep. They don't want us to know that we know, so they're going to blame blame it on aliens. Kind of starting to make sense to me too. I don't know, but but does it change? It doesn't really change the whole story because if yeah, it we does. no, it doesn't. Okay. If we found the fucking UFOs and we're reverse engineering, then them, we found the UFOs. Then right. we found the UFOs. Right. Right, 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 That's right. the point. Yeah, he didn't really mention that. That's a very good point. We Adam. definitely found them if that theory holds up. Or did we? But now or it's was us that flying always, them around. Or was that always the theory that we didn't find them and we just figured out how to reverse engineer? I think we found them. I think Lazar's telling the truth. I think that I think the easier thing to under like to believe would be that somehow we've figured out this technology. But my question then is why is most of our other technology so much shittier? If you've got a space a, a craft that can go basically infinitely fast uh, actually, and under I have the an ocean. I have an answer for you. And you know our VR goggles are as good as Oculus. I have too. an answer for you because it doesn't make money. When we can do anything for zero power and you know zero money and zero time, and we can just do these things quickly, and we can have wireless energy or wireless power, like I believe that the Egyptians had. How the free fuck energy could they keep that a secret? Free though? energy, I don't know, man. Other people that are smart would figure Bro, this out. Nine eleven's an inside job, and people still think it's not. So, oh, let's dear. go there. Now we're getting flagged. Let's go. Ken, <laughs> you told me to bring it. All right, wh- who? Are, let's move on to uh, MMA boy Mike let's Lewis. Jump over there, Mike Lewis. Perry. Gabriel, does Gabriel have a new uh, special? They didn't talk Mike about a new, a new special that was on. Uh, no, I don't think so. Okay, I don't think so, but he but he has a lot of great comedy. If you guys haven't checked him out, he's definitely worth watching. He's so fun. 
He's so fun, so clever. He's done it a long time. What is it, 97? So 25 plus years. And, you know, I, just to get back to like his hustle, I mean, he, so he was making five grand a month at the cell phone place mm-hmm. and doing stand up. Mm-hmm. But what he said about staying out late, going to Denny's, hanging out with the, with the crew, and finding out what's next, it's like that kind of is required. You've yeah. got to be a part of the community. Especially back then. If, well, even now, dude. I mean, you could do it a bit more with social media, but you've got to be a part of it. Because if people don't respect you for your hang as much as your comedy, I mean, both of them, comedy has to be, that's key. Yeah. You've got to be good there. Of course. But you want to be a fun hang, you know, because that's who people want on their shows. Yeah, and, absolutely. you know, the fact that he was like, okay, quitting that job, I'm going full pelt into this, you know, got evicted. Repo guy was coming for his car, sleeping in his car. It's when people hear these stories, they're probably kind of terrifying. If if you're thinking about getting into stand up, but also this is part of that's how people the get commitment good. that you need that's, to have you, for it. You and if you're young enough, stories. you can do it. You won't die. But dude, you hear about these stories a lot because that's what it takes a lot of the times mm-hmm. to make the dream happen so many they said tony was living in a car uh, homie family feud guy what's his name black dude can't think of his name right oh, now Oh yeah shit family feud it? guy he lived in his Legend. car he lived in his car yeah he was he was freaking on drugs he was you know had no money and i'm sorry i can't think of his name right now uh anyway well tell the story i mean well the story is that i mean he was down on his luck and he was absolutely you know freaking out terrified didn't know what to do with his life. Steve and Harvey. Steve Harvey, thank you. And now look at him. Everybody loves Steve Harvey. He's like, he's one of the best Dude, family feud other, hosts ever. Other comedians have a ton of respect for him, too. You know? He's kind of backed off from his stand-up because he's kind of raunchy, but yeah. because he's like a legit OG he's old. stand-up. He's old. Yeah, but he also doesn't want to lose these gigs. Yeah. In this new world of being canceled or whatever, but yeah. he has a lot of really positive shit to say for people. Yeah. But exactly. If you if you want to dive in head first and really do it, like you can't half ass it. You can't expect to be making wins early on. It's just it's not reasonable. And I mean look I, at Nirvana. I love hearing that. If we're gonna if we're gonna go to musicians, Ooh. they weren't making any freaking money and then all of a sudden they were on the cover of Rolling Stone and it ruined all of them. Yeah, well, or at least it ruined Kurt. I guess you got to be careful how big you get too quick, right? Right. Yeah. All right. Let's jump over to Mike Perry. Uh, now, Todd, you're getting into MMA. Yeah, a little bit. You've enjoyed yeah. some fights. That I we like watched watching the, the women fight. I enjoy the women fights more than anything. They're, honestly, they're badass. They are fun. Yeah. Who did I see the other day? Savage, that Tough. redhead chick. I think she got beat up by that smaller Brazilian woman. Mm-hmm. Just crushed. Yeah. Yeah, there's so many great fighters, um, for sure. But yeah, we've been watching it at the studio. So Mike Perry is is really moved over to bare knuckle fighting, which is, you know, fucking brutal. Like, it's as brutal as it sounds. I it's kind what. of another level. So where can you watch that? Um, What's bare knuckle uh, online? So pay-per-views. it's all like YouTube stuff? No, I mean, you got to buy a pay-per-view I've never for seen, it. I've never seen bare knuckle fighting. I've heard of it. It's not as big as UFC, but they, I think they potentially pay better if you're one of the bigger fighters. Okay. You know, some UFC guys after their careers have gone over there. 
Um, and some of them are learning that it's, you know, it's not fucking easy, dude. Well, I'll tell you what, the, really the only notes I had about this guy are who's going to fight him because he wants to fight everybody. He does. I mean, he was just... Well, he wants Connor. And I do have to say, oh, he wants McGregor? Of course. Everyone does. Okay. Well, McGregor's Dude. too busy blowing lines on a yacht right now. No doubt. Getting his dick sucked. So on his Lambo yacht? Good for him. Dude. You that know. guy, people get mad at him. No, for Cam just, Haynes like, was giving him shit. It's like, dude. Being a rock star. Come but on, dude. He's a rock star. He's a rock star. Let him live his life. He's his, he's bigger um, than most people have ever been in the craziest sport that ever existed. I will say, I gotta, I appreciate this guy's, uh, I mean, he's got an ego, but most fighters do. And he's ready to fight anyone, according to him. On the, I mean, he just, he was all about it. Who wants to fight me? Let's go. Yeah. I yeah. liked I liked that he talked a lot about showing up for his family, being there to really support them. Like he, he has a mindset of of like wanting to do good. That's pretty good for a thirty one year old. But there's there's some darkness in that dude, man. Well, he grew up in Flint. He's he angry. Was, he was trying to pretend that growing up in Flint was not rough. Comp dude. I grew up in between Flint and Detroit and I grew up in a white suburb. Okay. I was very pampered. But I know Flint is if if Detroit's sketchy, Flint's just as sketchy, if not more sketchy. Really? It just doesn't get talked about as much. You only heard about it when all that water shit was happening. Oh, yeah. What's going on in Flint? It's just where GM was. A lot of the cars were made. And it's no, just but like very, rough gangs? Like, why is it? I don't know if it's rough gangs. It's just very, it's like poverty, man. Any Like anywhere where there's poverty. South Chicago. You yeah, know? true. Any Anywhere that there's poverty, there's going to be crime. And he didn't talk about it much, but he did talk about how his dad was always fighting. And his dad was always... You know, it was in the navy. Did he say navy or army? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he he didn't talk a ton about his family life, and then somehow when his parents split up, he moved down to Florida. Right. But a Flint kid moving down to Florida that had to have been interesting. Yeah, that's a different world. Right. You know. And then there's you know big fight teams down in Florida. So in a way. Thank God for him, right? I mean, if you have that type of mentality and that aggression, but to like be able to focus it into something a bit more productive to where you're making some good money, he's able to buy a house, you know, he's able to just channel it. Like, yeah. thank God. I mean, he's angry. This, this exists. We didn't, we, he didn't really get into why he was that angry, but he is, I mean, what did he say? I was born to fight. Like, I'm, right. I, was, I was ready to fight the year I was born, 1991, mm-hmm. you know? pretty young guy still 31 still pretty young for the fight scene yeah he was he was kind of all over the place a little bit with his with his thinking and discussions yeah you know yeah i I think joe did a good job kind of keeping him on track um but you got to give it to him his internal dialogue is very positive towards what he's doing okay so he believes in himself so you know because you're a fight guy you're an mma guy you're a ufc guy what what is this bare knuckle fighting and said we could watch it on youtube pay for it on pay-per-view is he not trying to get into the ufc he's not trying to get into mma no so he was there he's just not getting the contracts that he wants he gets paid okay. more for bare knuckle okay uh i think he's done three fights over there the last one was big it was a guy called luke rockholm that he's been a ufc champion so he fought him bare knuckle yep okay and how and, did that and well luke didn't like it luke stopped so he stopped. Luke got smashed, knocked a tooth out, and I think he was like, you know what? Fuck this. The bare knuckle was too much. Oh, dude. No gloves. 
I mean, yeah, that's fucked. Probably it's fucking your hands up real bad too. Well, yeah, you're gonna break your freaking hand, uh, break your fingers. Well, for whatever reason, Joe said it a lot. Mike Perry seems to be built for this. It's like for some reason his hands aren't breaking, and dude, he is just smashing people in there. I mean, some of these the the bare knuckle fights get pretty bloody pretty quick. Well, yeah, because your hands are gonna cut faces of course fast so when he when he's calling out mcgregor for a fight is that for a bare knuckle fight well so his last fight he had a belt and then for some reason mcgregor was there i can't remember why Mm. but uh, i think he was supporting another fighter okay and mcgregor just came in the ring because he's just a big name and he just came in to like i don't remember them talking about to like chat with with mike and they showed the video, <laughs> and he was just like, yeah, yeah, respect you, and but I'd be down to do it. No and wonder he wants to fight him. Yeah. Wait, so, wait, 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 so McGregor said yes to the fight? No, it's not like official or anything. Okay. It's just talking shit. Well, that's good. But it was respectful in there. Okay. It was respectful. So what's, so what's next for this guy? I don't know. More bare knuckle is what it sounds like. I mean, hmm. he wants to expand into some other areas. Maybe he'd want to do some of these more kind of promotional fights where he's like fighting one of these celebrity dudes or, a you know, a Jake Paul type mm. thing. I mean, there's big money there. That's fun. Um, it might be that direction. Um, it, it, here's the thing. The fight game is getting nuts. I mean, if you look at... Online with like I think mostly like Russia, they're doing all kinds of crazy shit. Like there's videos online, and I don't know if it's Russia, but I think it might be. But they're like fighting in cars. They're sat in just a car, mixing it up, and then video, and then they the fight shit. each other, and then they just put it on YouTube in or what? Phone booths, but put it on YouTube or who's yeah, recording? Yeah, I mean uh, maybe you can buy it. It's mm. like uh, I don't want to say legit organizations, but it's like organized. It doesn't sound legit. Well, you'd be surprised, dude. They're doing, like, group events. Did you They're ever... doing ones where, like, an entire field of people, mm. of, like, 100 people run out of 100 people and fight. Wow. Do you remember in high school? I remember this when I was in high school. and we were, we're the same age. So this is, like, late 90s. And we have, what, there was some kids that wanted to do, like, backyard wrestling competitions. Oh, yeah, always. Like, jumping off roofs on uh-huh. the tables and shit. Yep. That was always fun to watch. I would yeah. never do it, but I was fucking came to show up and drink. Well, I'm scared of heights, so <laughs> I can't even jump off a roof on the... But yeah, this guy gets so sweaty on the chairlift, he can't even get off. His hands are so sweaty. Oh, yeah. You can't even wear gloves when you ski. You're, you get so sweaty from well, the chair. Well, dude, I went to high school in New Mexico, <laughs> and they had a pretty good wrestling program down there. There wasn't a high school party that didn't end in wrestling. Yeah. I mean, even if it was fun, it wasn't like, it wasn't violent. It, like, my high school wasn't like about everyone beating the shit out of each other. No, but, but there was some good, they good fights. They definitely get into it. Yeah. Yeah. It's fun to watch. They, they'd be drinking. You're out at like Buddy's Look, Ranch. They're cowboys. Dude, a good fight solves a lot of shit. Sometimes. At least I, at least I remember it solving shit. I mean, have you ever punched one of your best friends? No. I have. After you threw a bottle at my face. That's not good. Yeah. It ended ended up in a handshake and a hug. All right, good. The bottle didn't hit me, so... Oh. You know. Yeah, I don't don't recommend punching you. You know, we were 18, 17. I don't know. It's reasonable. I don't know. What would you do if I chucked a bottle at your face? You'd probably punch me, too. Well, I might be annoyed. Yeah. 
but I don't I know. I mean, I've tackled you a lot. You do like to do that. I like to tackle you. Yeah. It's you, fun. You have, like, a lot of energy towards me for some reason. <laughs> or maybe you just feel safe, like, I won't do anything, because uh, I don't usually do anything. I usually wake up and, like, why am I so sore? Oh, Adam, like, jujitsued me or did something to my neck. Dude, I don't do anything, usually. Mm. Just I just choke me out until I no, pass just, out. Like roll you over gently and go, <laughs> all right, that's enough. And then continue. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't recommend you know, as kids though, it's good. You know, with your brothers, like yeah. teenagers, you gotta learn how to like handle yourself. I think I think it's really important to hear these pods on Rogan because uh or these conversations because like people should get into jujitsu. And he yeah. doesn't just he doesn't just interview MMA fighters that sound like meatheads that are like so tough and blah blah blah. He has like jujitsu masters on that are more like nerd assassins. Yeah. Well they're, this dude this gentle. dude was pretty this dude was ready to fucking fight anyone. He is. He's calling out the universe. Yeah. You know? But that's that's I kind mean, hopefully of like somebody throws it out there now. It's kind of the energy you need for yeah, good that for him. I'm not giving him. I'm not giving him shit. I just was like, wow, this guy really just wants to fight anyone, mm-hmm. straight up. Yeah, I worry good a little bit about his brain, mm. and and like it, what kind of damage with all he's that taking. bare knuckle boxing. Oof, you got to be getting a lot more concussions from that. You, would I don't think. know, man. He was talking about taking uh, Alpha Brain Joe's thing, but then they did smoke a lot of weed, but he was kind of struggling to find his point sometimes. He was. He was high. Quite a bit. He was high. He might have just been really high. That's reasonable. I can't I think when I point. smoke weed. Yeah, I'd I get I get really dumb when I smoke weed. I don't, we should, we should I don't do like a, it. A stone I don't like sometimes. smoking weed. We'll see if you can keep it together. Okay. Let's do it. A lot of that is practice, though, honestly. It's practice. You just got to stay focused. Wherever your bullet points printed out so you can read them. But yeah, a little bit of that, it was concern. You know? I do wonder how much punishment these guys are taking. And he seems to like it, so, you know, let him, let him roll with it if he likes it. Well, he's making money, you know? Yeah, but it didn't seem like it was about the money for him. He's, uh, he just likes to fight. Yeah. It's, I, I mean, of course, the money, the money. of course the money helps, right? Of course I mean, the money look, helps. George St. Pierre, are you familiar with him? Yeah. Yeah, legend. Mm-hmm. He really did step away from the game at... The right time. Right. He Before was taking some damage. beatings and it was, he was still winning, but it was close yeah. and he was getting tired yeah. and he had life issues to deal with. And after many years, he came back and beat um, Bisbing, won mm. the belt back and then said, That's again, sick. enough. That's sick oh, though, was, to win it, that back. Come on. Unbelievable. So went rad. up a weight class. I mean, it's, I watched that fight after I listened to the Mike Perry one and it, it just is unbelievable. It's GSP. To a T. Like, Boom. the guy is the ultimate professional. GSP to a T. Yeah. Legend. Send it yeah. on that, baby. Well, we got three minutes, so... Oh, we got three minutes left. Okay. Well, what do you want to talk about? <clears throat> I mean, Mike... Dude, the Mike Perry one was a quick... It was a quick pod. They were they were all over the place. You got any other notes on that one? My notes are done with that one. Um... Well, he did like the statues that Rogan had. Oh, the wolf. Yeah. Oh, he did talk about how he doesn't remember any of his... Uh, dreams oh yeah right he doesn't think he has them you know i i have that issue if i don't write them down i will forget them and joe did mention that and he also mentioned you think joe writes them down no he's but he mentioned if it's weird how they're so intense right when you wake up you can remember everything about your dream and then you like go to take a pee and 
three minutes later, you forget all of it. Oh, yeah. That's what happens to me. Yeah. I, I imagine that's pretty normal for No, it's very people. true. But what Mike was mentioning is that he doesn't remember any of his dreams ever. Hmm. None. Well, I, I don't have great dream recall, to yeah. be honest. Mm. I was pretty interested to hear that Rogan has, a, like, a bunch of dreams where he's being chased by wolves. So I have a lot of dreams where I'm being chased as well and I can't run. Huh. And he mentioned that, where he's trying to run away from something. You're, like, stuck in the ground. That's just a stress dream, dude. That's just being be, stressed out. Just a bit out. of anxiety. That's just being stressed out. A lot of shit going on. I was telling you something. Um, yeah, too much shit going on, and I'm procrastinating. Yeah. I mean, I know what it's telling me. Do you think that the being stuck in the ground is the procrastination portion of it? I'm not sure, but I'm a pretty damn fast runner, and I could probably beat most cops as long as they didn't tase me. <laughs> and You can't beat them up. No, no, no. I'm saying beat them in a race. Oh, you can run away from cops yes, is what you're absolutely. saying. All right, let's be clear about that. We're not talking about helicopters here, but like if I was in a foot chase, yes, I'm fucking winning. Dude, you're still 40 years old. Doesn't Cop, matter. Some cops are like 23. Yeah, but they're mostly big, bigger. Some of them are big. Okay, I run a yeah. lot. I run, I bike, it's fine. Mm-hmm. Chase me. But but when I can't run in my dream, it is suffocating. I get so mad. And yeah. I can't wake up either. I or I'll have I... the dream where the toilet's always full. Do you get that one? Wait, what? It's like you have to piss at night. You have to pee, so you're like trying to find somewhere to piss in your dream. Oh, like and people then... are in the toilet? No. Well, there's that, but there's also like the toilet is overflowing. I think that's a stress dream too. Is it? Yeah, I don't know. Huh. I get that one a lot too. It's like I'm at a party... Or like I'm at my old high school and I'm like walking down the hall trying to find a place to go to the bathroom. And then I'll wake up and have to go pee, right? Well, we're going we're anyway, to look into these dreams. Look into them, but... We, we're going to take you to a dream analysis <laughs> person and find out what the our hell buddy, is going on with Our talk. buddy Chris does that. Let's talk to him. Okay, so well, but let's hear about one of your recurring dreams. <clears throat> I don't remember that. I'm typically getting chased. You have to have one that you remember. I, when I was a kid, I used to be falling off things. Okay. And no one was around. And that's why you're scared of heights. I'd be like uh, on a roof... Or, like, hanging off a thing. And people used to say, oh, you never hit the ground in dreams because you'll die in real life or some dumb shit like that. Hmm. I always used to hit the ground. And then you would wake up? Yeah, I would just struggle holding onto a thing for too long. Jeez. And then eventually it was awful. That and then it, and it was like no one was around. It's anxiety. And written. it was always nighttime. Oof. And I would just eventually fall off and hit the ground. But now... I haven't had nowadays, it for a long time. You're not 20 dreaming. years. No. You're Come on. I don't get a lot, dude. I don't. Hmm. I don't. Anyway, we got some shit to do. Love you guys. <laughs> we will talk to you next week. Always a pleasure. And Todd, you're the best employee I've ever had. Thanks, buddy. Peace out. Love Later, you Later, nerds. Later. <laughs>